Boom. Hi, everypony. Welcome to Macintosh and Mod, an episode-by-episode review of My Little Pony, Friendship is Magic, the podcast by two married adults who love this show in spite of their children. Pony, and welcome to our season three wrap up episode. Today, we've got a very special guest again back from episode three. It's James. Hey, hey, every pony, how's it going? We're so happy you're back, and you did so much pony homework for this. <laughs> I did, and I enlisted my children. Oh, dang it, I meant to ask them what their favorite episodes were. Oh, uh, well, I'm a bad father. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you spent valuable time watching ponies with them. Oh, uh, well, yeah. I mean, like, <laughs> my, my, when we got to the end of the season, my daughter was like, can we watch just one more episode? She was, we'll get, I mean, you, you've already covered it. When when the ending of this of the season three was yes. happening, she was like, Yee! "I want to keep yeah, you want to keep going." But she was and she'd seen it, but she was like, "I think some and I've 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 gotten after recently about spoilers because it turns out I think she is a spoiler free spirit. She yeah, yeah. um, so she was, she was like, "I know what happens. I'm not gonna tell you because I don't want to spoil." But by the end of the episode, she Aww. was like, "I think something's gonna happen." Wings! Uh, Wings! Oh wait, so have you not seen any more? I'd actually seen that season finale, I think, uh, uh, in okay. pieces. My kids are like, you want to watch something? Yeah, I don't know. Click, you know, so turn on whatever. you bits, but yeah. you don't know how they all connect. Right, right. Okay, that's great. Yeah. That's great, because this one is so big. Yeah. So, season three is only 13 episodes. Yep. So, you kind of got off easy in terms of a wrap-up podcast. For real, for real. Yeah, because yeah, if you if you want to do season four wrap up, you're gonna have to be in 26 episodes. <laughs> yeah, it's it's it can be a little painful. Fun, I would start, but painful. I would start now if that's your plan. <laughs> so let's start off with our favorite moments for each pony. All right. What did y'all think about? What was your favorite Twilight moment? Twilight's a motherfucking princess. Like, yeah. how is that not the best moment for Twilight? Uh, it's it's a I mean it's a very important moment like it's a big deal. I would say that's definitely a huge important moment. I will say her little persnickettiness, like when Applejack, it's in a spike at your service where Applejack comes up and it's like trying to get her attention, and yeah. so she like moves an ink pot. <laughs> so while they're discussing plot, Twilight walks over and just moves it back. And just like keeps on, like that, or like in in a keep calm and flutter on, where she's freaking out about Discord eating her spell. He ate them. He ate them. <laughs> uh, I we got a lot more of that ugh from Twilight this season, which I really like. But I feel like Magical Mystery Cure, the season finale, is like Twilight Central in terms of like song, in terms of like oh yeah plot involvement, in terms of holding my interest at all oh it's it's an operetta <laughs> yeah i paid more attention to twilight in the last episode than probably any other episode i think that makes sense that makes sense except for magic duel okay oh. fair fair point fair point okay because that was her other centric episode no i'll give i'll give you that i'll give you that 
Um, is that your sneaky favorite here? That is kind of my sneaky favorite because I really liked that Twilight kind of had to like let go of her magic for a moment. Yeah, that's true. Magic is her thing. That's like true. in season one with Winter Wrap Up, she's like, how do I fit in? Because I'm really awesome at magic and like kind of nothing else. <laughs> um, it, I'll organize it. Um, yeah. But I really liked that she kind of had to be like, okay, I got to beat this person. I have to let go of the magic. Yeah. I have to focus on the friendship. Did you guys and and we don't I don't want to I don't want to take us into a discussion of an episode we've already discussed, but that episode I really liked because it reminded me of the Sword in the Stone. Ooh! Oh, we did not discuss that no, we part hadn't of that about episode. That at all. Yeah, I mean it wasn't like, the same in almost any way except for it being a duel. But like when I when it was like you know the the um I put a little synopsis for each episode so I can remember like the the such a good pony home <laughs> good twilight good twilight work <laughs> that's the only time I'll ever be compared to twilight um <laughs> it's but, fair for podcasting but the, the challenge of the duel happened super soon and so like I was yeah. like ooh a wizard's duel like in sword in the stone and it was kind of the same but like I felt like twilight would constantly be moving plot along and giving exposition but like for instance magic duel my favorite of that episode was fluttershy because of other things in the episode oh, and not like doing. i i always find the hero super boring that can be very true i do like the little moments that the other characters get when it's not their episode yeah yeah that i actually was getting frustrated by episodes that were so solidly about one, one person. I was like, yeah. can we get anyone else? But then I was also getting overwhelmed when it was all of them. When I was like, mm-hmm. because I, I because once I started doing the spreadsheet thing, the word spreadsheet comes up way more in the podcast I'm on than I, than I ever thought it would. I would be like overwhelmed because I was trying to pick out a moment from each episode for each mm-hmm. pony. So Sleepless in Ponyville uh-huh. was like perfect for me. Three ponies. Yep. Like they, they, they focused. Yeah. It was, but it was not solely on one, really. Yeah, it wasn't on everyone, but it was on three of them. And they all, none of them were the main character. I did like episodes where none of them were the main character. Like Spike yeah, episodes do, were really good. I do like some of that, too. Sometimes their balancing is really, really good. Yeah. And then sometimes it's obnoxious. Okay, so let's move on to Applejack. Now, the Apple family reunion is pretty great. Yes, we keep singing that damn song. <laughs> raise that barn, raise, raise that, that barn. barn. One, two, three, four. <laughs> but you know, I think you might do this too. It's every time Applejack sneaks her hat back on while she's in some sort of fancy dress. <laughs> I do. Yeah. I do. I love that. Every time. She cannot be without her hat for a prolonged period of time. Rarity makes her this super fancy dress and she's just like, get my cowboy hat back on. <laughs> <laughs> This is more of a Rainbow Dash moment for me, but I did like when Apple when it was revealed. I don't know if this is a running gag, so maybe this is sort of an old old hat thing for you guys. Mm-hmm. I did like the idea of Applejack having an unfinished novel that Rainbow Dash was like when in uh, Spike at Your Service when she was like, "You could have Spike do all sorts of stuff, help you finish your unfinished, like you know all the you know help buck apples, help do this, help finish your unfinished novel," and it goes to Applejack and she's just like. Uh, like, like that she, she, it was a secret novel. I like that idea. I don't know if that was Applejack's. I think that was Rainbow Dash's book. Because she calls her out of it. She calls Rainbow Dash out on what's that novel about? And, and Rainbow Dash goes, oh, a pony who's the best flyer and she becomes a Wonderbolt. Well, but it was, I mean, and and, and maybe that this is a book that has appeared several, but it's definitely Rainbow Dash being super hyped ideas of how Spike can help Applejack when he owes her a life debt. 
So oh, okay. It, you it, have opened up this this mysterious. We're gonna have word. to go dissect this now. <laughs> Damn you, James! It's a wonderful <laughs> alternate universe. Thanks, Ooh, thanks for having me. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Hmm. See, and I made my favorite moment was in Magic Duel is Applejack sewing because she's like, I think I made a dress. Oh, that was well, that was a uh, that was um, magical mystery cure. No, oh, yeah, mag- what did I say? I said Magic Duel. There's too much magic. It's yes, episode thirteen. You know, friendship is magic. Yes. No. <laughs> Stop confusing me. No. Magical Mystery Cure, episode 13 of season three. When I uh, when I realized that Applejack was going to be, you know, the rarity, rarity yeah. I got really, really excited. Like, I was like, oh, no. this is going to be a train wreck. They switched him very well. Yeah, I agree. Oh, they picked the perfect opposite to play him. Like, and I like that it wasn't just, okay, well, Rainbow Dash is Fluttershy and Fluttershy. Fl- Flutter Dash? Flutter Dash, Rainbow Shy. It's, it's yep. kind of what happened. Like, they didn't just, like, switch the right. pairs. No, they, like, it, yeah. It went all the way around. Yeah. Yeah. So that was good. In Magic right, Duel, oh. Applejack got age-spelled. Yes. And her, I, I wrote age-spelled Applejack. Age-spelled Applejack's hat falling over her face was, was a oh, favorite moment. When she becomes the yeah. little filly. So yeah, cute. Which is really just Apple Bloom dressed up like her. I love that. I love... I love anytime we see baby Applejack. Yeah. Same. I actually, I'm, and, um, I'm Applejack. In Apple Family Reunion, yeah. my overall favorite thing was baby Applejack at the beginning. Aww. <laughs> it's so cute. I like that she has uh, the appetite of a full grown stallion. Yeah. More fritters, please. <laughs> I also really wanted some apple fritters after that episode. Like, for real. Hell yes. I, okay. I don't like baked apple goods. Okay. That's fair. I think apple pie is disgusting. I can get with that. It's it's a texture thing. Mushy okay. apple. No, I don't like baked fruit. Hmm. Now that's weird. So you don't like pies even fruit pies no, I are love a no? Pie. I love but not a fruit, pie. But not, not a fruit, fruit pie. pie. Not a fruit pie. Unless it's lime. Key lime. That's not really a fruit pie. You're not baking the 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 fruit. You're 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 like creaming the fruit. I'm, I don't you're really know how. Making into like cheesecake consistency. Yeah. Like I love pumpkin pie, and then like banana cream pie is my absolute favorite. But he's allergic to bananas, so I can't have that regularly. I see. I see. <sighs> hmm. you no, know, I don't. I don't like apple baked apples. I like apples. Sure. Speaking of pie. Yeah. Let's talk about Pinkie Pie. I do. Like Fun. Pies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that that's good. Yeah, James, our our resident Pinkie Pie lover. Boy, did watching this whole season really bring it out. <laughs> oh, she's she. They really went for it with her this season. She does so many background gags. Oof, I love it. Uh-huh. Oof, mm-hmm. it's hard to pick one with her. Is it the mustache? Is it? Ooh, the mustache is pretty good. The mustache is awesome. Is it the manufactured spit take in the last episode? I don't. I don't even know. I really, I really liked. Okay, mine is. I like un and too many Pinkie Pies. Your episode that you were on. Yeah. Where she's just like, I don't know who I am. And like, and I like depressed Pinkie Pie because it's just so <laughs> ridiculous. Yes. And out of character. Yes. And then uh, my other one is uh, in the first episode of the Crystal Empire when she is wearing a Fluttershy yes. suit. Yes, yes. I'm just like, what is happening? Anytime she freaks out about anything, 
is is a great moment um, in uh, spikier service, which is the one with the mustache. Basically, everything leading up to the mustache, where she's just like, "You could do this, you could do that, you could do this, you could do, like, um, how do we put Applejack in danger?" is the is the question posed to Pinkie Pie, and she comes up with in the span of ten seconds, like seventeen plots to put Applejack in danger, and like what everyone can do to like disguise Super themselves. Elaborate. Yeah, yeah, and then and then the timing on it is just like, and I will be wearing a mustache. And like it is it's a it's a Pinkie Pie into like a double like triple axle Pinkie Pie recurring gag. So I think that's my I think that's my favorite. And then and then they call it back. They yeah. call it back because yeah. she just brings it in to be like Can I the wear mustache? the mustache? No. Fine. When everyone was remembering their destiny in the last episode, my my daughter, Eagle Eyes, my daughter, saw in Applejack's flashing memories, She was, she's like, I saw the mustache. And I was like, I saw the mustache, too. Yep. You <gasps> missed that. Yeah. Wow. yeah. Oh, good on her. Wow. She, <laughs> she should be like, on... It's only she's because really paying attention. Yeah, it's only because it's her it's her be, it's past her bedtime that she's not the one that rightfully is on this podcast right now. <laughs> I mean, we can make some special <laughs> like you know, uh, like uh, your daughter and our daughter could talk. Yeah. And they can talk my little pony. <laughs> For real. <laughs> it could be the junior edition. Yeah. <laughs> the Cutie Mark Crusaders version. Yeah. Kinda. A crusader cast. <laughs> crusader cast. Oh my. I mean, I had to go for the personal growth angle, which is she sits there and watches paint dry. True. Yeah. It's true. For Lord knows how to long. Prove how much she loved her friends. And you can, I mean, we we said it when we were watching the episode. You see her determined yeah. the entire time, mm-hmm. which is just so damned impressive. Oh. So I just had to go for that. Though I will also say. Spike at your service when she's holding gummy. Yeah. No, I love you more. I love you more. Yeah. I love you more. <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah. So really, we just love all Pinkie Pie all the time. <laughs> I liked when she was the nervous college mom for the entire episode of Wonderbolts Academy, where she was just like <laughs> freaking out and like strung out on Rainbow Dash, I guess. I like, so forgot no. about the, the mailbox. Yeah. I did forget about the mailbox. See, yeah, it feels like it's so long ago. Smiling, open the mailbox, sad, close face. Open, close, open, close. But she And that's, that's a gag that they didn't even, like, sneak us into. It was like, okay, for this episode, Pinkie Pie is a mess for the uh-huh. same reason the entire time. <laughs> so what was really cool about that episode was that they it's focusing on Rainbow Dash. Yeah. And, like, in her growth, and that was good. But... They let us do something with the other friends that was all consuming <laughs> while not being about all the friends. It was really only about Pinkie Pie's insanity. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, they did that really well. Okay, so what's our favorite Rainbow Dash moment? I gotta go with Games Ponies Play and her vendetta against <laughs> the <laughs> Equestria Games. Just her whole, like... From the childhood flashback through, like, just every time she got real dark with that young crystal pony, and just, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. her whole thing in that episode was, was my jam. She is freaking out some crystal ponies. Yeah. It's a little scary. She, like, yeah. I, lo- I really liked that she was holding up a filly at the end. Yeah. She was so excited. 
<laughs> Except she's not. She's still bitter that they didn't get it at the end. It makes it almost worth it. Almost worth it. <laughs> yeah. Like, this is, the, we're not letting this go. No. This is always going to be going there. Away. Dark Rainbow Dash is, 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 is great. <laughs> yeah, no. Anytime they get dark, we love that. <laughs> uh, there's a, there's a theme for me, which is the, the flip growth of the character. Uh-huh. The fact that she walks away from the Wonderbolts. Oh, yeah. She's ready to give up her entire dream because she realizes it's not worth it if they're not going to be safe. Yeah. Yeah. If they're going to put other ponies in danger mm-hmm. and her friends in danger. We saw Rainbow Dash probably grow the most in season two, but that Did moment lot. skyrockets mm-hmm. in that one episode. It's yeah. It's a huge thing for her care. For real. For sure. Oh, I agree with that. And it's when she tur- it's it's when she stops being sort of an alpha personality and turns into an actual leader. Mm. Yeah. It's not about the title, it's about the actions. Exactly. Which is also a really great kid lesson. True. Mm-hmm. Like, you should still keep doing right, even if you're not getting recognized for it. For it's real. important. Uh, I really liked uh, a different, like, nice moment uh, in Sleepless in Ponyville. I really like that she's just taking... Scootaloo under her wings. Literally. Like, literally, and she's saving her, and she's like, look, if you tell anybody, I will deny it, but I used to be freaked out about everything. Until I realized, like, I'd beat him anyway. Yeah. I thought that was sweet, because we know that Rainbow Dash is an only child. She doesn't have siblings. Like, now she's got her little pet that she's taking care of, but I, I, I like that she's like, oh, I'll be your, I'll be your... I'll be your big sister. Yeah, it's cute. It's sweet. I tried to use the lesson or the resolution of this episode. We watched Big Hero 6, which my son had seen before, but which he forgot scares the crap out of him. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, it scares him? He, um, he, he hasn't been able... This was last weekend, and as of like two nights ago, he was like, I'm still freaking out about the guy who ends up going to jail. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I was like... Remember how, like, Rainbow Dash was in there with Scootaloo and her dream and all that stuff? It did not work. But I felt like I learned a lesson from this episode. <laughs> you know, you got to try everything you can. For real. Yeah, exactly. Anything you can. Anything you can. All right. What are we doing? What are we thinking about Fluttershy? Fluttershy? She was, if you will, the dark horse for me in this in this fight. And she really came through this season. Like, I was like, oh, she's awesome. She's amazing. She's a badass this season. Yeah. Anytime she got mad was uh, was a good time at the movies. Mm-hmm. Um, uh-huh. And let me see. I She she won two of my episodes for... Oh, Keep Calm and Flutter on, of course. Yeah. And then Magic, Magic Jewel. Jewel. Yeah, Magic Jewel, because they had the bit about when she was when she was like, oh, here's this thing about the Alicorn Amulet. But, like, really, when she threatened Twilight on behalf of her animal friends, like, when she's like, <laughs> I will end you. Like, <laughs> that was, that was that. the Fluttershy that I was, like, I was down with. <laughs> oh, yeah. My favorite was, for her was when, at the Crystal Empire, when Pinkie Pie takes off the Fluttershy costume and leaves it there, and Fluttershy comes up to it and just kind of, like, kicks it. <laughs> and it's just like... What the fuck is that? <laughs> like, I love to imagine Fluttershy's inner monologues like, these fucking ponies are horrible people. I hate them. This is why I hang out with animals. That's it right. Starts, <laughs> it starts S1, E1. Just let your old Aunt Pinkie Pie take care of things for you. I'm a year older than you. <laughs> it's favorite. It's like, ugh. I, I love to imagine Fluttershy's inner monologue. 
Did you um? I'm a huge Pitch Perfect fan. I don't know if if you guys have ever seen yes. the movie Pitch Perfect. We enjoy. We, um, yes. There's a a the very quiet Asian girl who uh-huh. says very disturbing things at, <laughs> yes. at a digitally lowered volume. Is Fluttershy like she's saying uh-huh. things that are sort of scary? Okay, but is Fluttershy a psychopath? Isn't Fluttershy a psychopath? Oh, okay. <laughs> Can we do a Dark My Little Pony series? Because <laughs> that would be... They do it in comic books all the time. Pony Fluttershy Club. Has too, Fluttershy has too Damn many it. fears and, and anxieties to, to be a true psychopath. But if she had an alter ego with which to express those things. I mean, in the Super Pony, she's like Hulk. She's like a Hulk pony. It's yeah. ridiculous. Oh, the possibilities. Damn it, James, you're going to make me think of those things. Gah. For me, it was just how thoroughly she owns Discord at the end of Keep Calm and Flutter On. Yeah, that was like after school. And and when I say after school special in this particular instance, I mean like in the good way, not in like the bad way. But like, I was like, I learned something about treating people as friends, even though you can tell that they're trying to fuck you over. And it worked. And I was like, all right, all right, Fluttershy. It was like, it was a nice little reminder. Yeah. She also, from stem to stern that entire episode, she has total confidence. True. She's like, I've got this. I know what I'm doing. Yeah, I know. And and even when she realizes that he is not going to do what she wants him to do, Mm -hmm. she finally throws it back in his face and be like, fine, you're not my friend. Yeah. If you're, I've done all this to try to help you. And if you're not willing to see that, fine, I'm walking away. Yeah. That's huge. It was. It was. It, that's yeah. that. Now that's a lesson that, like, I feel like my daughter could really take 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 notes from. Like, she is like friends to the end, but like she needs to learn like when friends to the end ends. Yeah. Uh huh. Oh yeah, we've had that. My daughter had like a mean girl situation last year, and she was just like, "Well, so and so is my best friend." I was like, "They are not your best friend." The kids and have she's these. Just like, yeah. What? And I was just like. She is mean to you. Yeah. And that is not your friend. Nope. Yeah. She these kids have these like databases in their heads where it's like best friend. Oh, this is blank. Let me fill this in. You know? And then it's like it's that until they realize that that doesn't one have to be just one slot and two that it's editable. Like you can you can change it. Well, yeah. And like you can have a bad day with the friends like and, you know, like, she'll come home and be like, so-and-so said they're not my friend anymore. And I was like, well, so-and-so is clearly having a bad day. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, that's not nice of them to say. And I hope you don't say that to other people. Yeah. But, like, just, like, move on. <laughs> and also, you win huge points if you manage to convince a chaos demigod right? to finally learn the magic of friendship. Friendship is magic. <laughs> Can we just, like, be in love with the fact that Discord was back this season? Yeah. I love Discord. He is a great villain, because he is a villain. He is a villain. Yeah. He can be anti-villain sometimes, but he's a villain. Well, he's my favorite kind of villain, which is a villain that, well, I guess my favorite kind of villain is, like, where you can then see the nice side of them sometimes. Yes. And, like, you understand, like, they're, they're mostly, where he's like, I'll use my magic for good, mostly. And Celestia's right there, and she's just like, good enough, let's go. (laughs) Sometimes good enough just gets the job done. Like, that's just it. Yeah. Discord is there not to be an existential threat, but to just cause chaos that has to be solved. Yep, Mm -hmm. absolutely. That's his only reason to exist. Yeah. Yeah. 
And that's what makes him so much fun as a villain. Yeah. Okay, so how is Rarity fun like a villain? <laughs> okay, so we we talked about it. My favorite Rarity moment is how the drama finally rose to the actual situation in games Ponies play. Yeah. Rarity steps in and then appropriately is freaking out as to what happened to Cadence. Yeah. But then saves it. Yeah. <laughs> just just the whole monologue with her in Twilight. Just being like, she is in a conditioning rinse right now, and if she does not go, it is very delicate, and if it does not go correctly, there is no saving her hair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, we... Yeah, we just recorded that just a few days ago, and she actually won a full point on a rarity scale. For oh, that wow! So wow. now rarity is she is ending this season with a five point five. Yep. What does she have to just get to? A ten. A ten. Cool. She got so. not, she got docked some points this thing, <laughs> but I mean, what it really boiled down to was she was enamored with the with the royalty and the pageantry in that moment. Mm-hmm. But when she accepts that job, she does it unconditionally because she realizes she's the only mm-hmm. pony there who can do anything about it. Yeah. And then it gets real hard real quick. And I even put there, it's like, she's the only one who manages her shit in that episode. Everybody else screws up. It goes haywire real quickly, but she pulls it off perfectly at the end. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, she she did good in that episode. That's why she got a full point. <laughs> yes, she did. <laughs> Way too excited about that. Of course I am. <laughs> it's my job on this podcast. <laughs> Nothing was... else is accomplished out of this. <laughs> it's getting to that 10. <laughs> so sad. That's a lot of work to go for such a petty, petty goal. Uh, you know. <laughs> okay, my, I, my favorite was that moment, but it was the whole porcupine hair. Imagine your hair is a porcupine, and then she animates Twilight's hair. I I was like, yeah, that's good. <laughs> I love that. And she drops all her drama to say that line. Mm-hmm. Imagine your hair looked like a porcupine. <laughs> <laughs> for me, I'm going back through my episodes. I feel like my favorite moments for her were constantly when she is, if you'll excuse me using a language of the youth, when she's being particularly extra. But... Um, <laughs> I concur. Like headscarf and packing too much from Sleepless in Ponyville. Like I, I love a I pack too much and also I'm dressed like Lucy is driving out to L.A. in the you know in the 1950s. Like I like that. But I think that the winner for me for Rarity is her singing voice in the last episode. I was like really yes. about that low that low voice. Tabitha Saint Germain, who does her voice, she's she only does Rarity because a lot of the uh, actresses do too. Yeah. She is actually one of the few that actually does both the speaking voice and the singing voice, and she has the best singing voice of all of them. Yeah, I was like, oh, dang. Okay. All right. I don't know if that counts as a rarity moment, but like, if I may gush about my daughter just one more sec... That's not true. It'll it'll happen again. Um, it's okay. During this, we do it all the time. During this episode, my my daughter was just like, "I love when characters and shows sing. I just love music." And I was like, "Get over here. Come come hug me. Get get Aww. come here." She was. I was like, I was like, I love music too. And I was I was all about it. Like it started off. I was like, "Is this a musical episode? I can be down with a musical episode." And it kind of kind of a little bit was. And. Uh, Oh no! It totally is. You know, it's a it's a it's a full operetta. Yeah, yeah. I mean, when we we got into it talking about this one, but like it's it's a full thing. It's it's not even a musical in mm-hmm. my mind. It's actually a full operetta. There's more music than dialogue. Mm-hmm. 
and it's literally just a bridge to the next song. I'm yeah, so happy the... to hear you say that because I've constantly working with it, a definition of opera and operetta as being just music like The Who or Jesus Christ Superstar or whatever. But I was freaking out because like Hamilton isn't an opera, right? No, I would say it's it is closer to an operetta, but um, but here's the thing: very little is just spoken. Right. It's very similar to that episode. Right. Like you get the entire plot from the music. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Now, what did y'all think about Spike this season? Spike sucks this season. He wasn't. He wasn't great. I'll just give my favorite Spike moment. Okay. Which is just for sidekicks, every angel moment <laughs> right yes that was awesome when it goes full anime and he just stares him <laughs> down because that is his nemesis yeah angel is a dick <laughs> there's just no other way to say that but, angel is a dick but he is the biggest dick to spike that's true because he hates spike i love it's funny if it would if it had just been in the cold open which is when i wrote the note that my 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 season favorite would have probably been just for sidekicks where he kept eating the jewels for his jewel cake. Mm-hmm. That yes. it made that it was the plot, like that it was the, yes. that the it was the, the entire driving force, the entire episode definitely reduces it for me. Yes. Um, it's mm-hmm. more of a cold open situation. So I think if not in the the um, angel thing was very good. I think when he when Rarity is trying his pie that he made in uh in spike at your service and he's like you're beautiful even when you're eating (laughs) yeah i kind of like i was like all right i know where he's coming i've been there before so like yeah i think it's that he was he was sort of just kind of a utility player though it felt like like i don't know like he was fine he he did okay the only one i could kind of get was during keep calm and flutter and flutter on he's just like oh you guys are gonna need the the elements of harmony. I will go and get them. Yeah, you need someone to and run, away like, and... To run away and yeah, the whole like, time. He's like, yeah, that plays. It's Spike. I did. I also do. I also do like Spike at your service. The fact that he literally walks into any room and it becomes a disaster. Yeah, I, I like that he made my, my daughter like this too. That he made the dough set. Glue. Yeah, he he, he turned yeah. it into actual done. Yeah. Um, and I did like the whole life debt concept because I like the idea of Spike as Chewbacca. <laughs> so, so good. And if anyone is Han Solo of the main six, you know it's Applejack. So like it kind of works. That does make sense. I was about to say, I was like, Twilight's not, not Han Solo. Except that clearly that's not going to work out so well. <laughs> as we see. <laughs> well. Now we get to the part of the episode where we talk about what we didn't like about this season. All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna start. We talked about this a lot. There is more filler than killer in this season. Mm. There really is. I don't. I wouldn't say there's more filler. I would say there's too much Spike. Spike got two feature episodes in thirteen episodes. That's too much. Well, that's definitely on my list. Spike is a secondary character. What we prove with this season is that Spike needs to be an actual sidekick. That maybe one episode out of a twenty-six mm-hmm. episode arc is fine. Yeah. But if you try to do two in 13, yeah. Yeah. that's too way too much time for him to try to carry a storyline. Especially because, yeah, did Rarity get a feature episode this season? Like, I know that we don't like Rarity and whatever, but like, she certainly deserves <laughs> I don't like a Rarity. feature episode if everyone else is going to get a feature episode. And I think everyone else did. No, I don't think so. I think you're right. And that's ridiculous. 
Yeah, if Spike got two and she got none, that's Like, maybe cool. in a 13-episode season, you give two to the main six plus one for Spike. I don't know. That's just math. Okay, and I've only seen two filler episodes for me, and that's Spike at your service or, or just for sidekicks. You got to pick one or the other and then the Bab seat. Which, how many filler episodes do we feel when there's 26? Definitely more than two. I don't know. Okay, so th- this then leads me into my other thought, which may be more the issue. Uh-huh. They're way all over the map. When it's good, it's really, really good. But when it's bad, it's boring as hell. There's, I think there's a middle ground between super plot and filler that is sort of the, like, mid-tempo, which is where I yeah. think actually is maybe their strong point. I feel like when they're trying to be too heavy plot, they kind of drop it, and when they're like, eh, whatever, this is just a dumb show, they kind of drop it, but, like, there's a middle ground that I think, but I think you're right, I think it's all over the map, and not dispersed very well, maybe? The season, in a lot of ways, it, it, it's good, there's lots of good episodes, mm-hmm. but it feels a little bit like they just threw some shit against the wall, and were like, let's throw this random story, maybe it was because they had a short season, they knew they didn't have 26 to to put together it as a cohesive yeah. whole. And so they said, uh, let's throw this one, this one, let's get all these storylines that we haven't gotten a chance to get to mm-hmm. so that we can set up for the next season. Because we know our finale, we know we've got the Crystal Ponies, and then let's just put some adventures in there. Would it have been better as a movie? Like, would Crystal Crystal Empire 1 and 2, Magical Mystery Cure as the main plot arcs with some of the stuff from the other episodes in no. between? No. Like, like how BBC does, like... Like how BBC did the um, Doctor Who. The two-hour specials. Yeah. Yeah. No, we, I mean, we talked about it. Season one, while it dragged in some places, one of the really things we loved about it was that the entire season led up to the finale. Okay. That every episode led into this, we're having this grand galloping gala. Mm -hmm. And then we lost that thread a little bit in season two and had a, had a not great finale at all. And this season. (sighs) Finale was horrible. I guess what I feel like is you had 13 episodes and you had a really great moment to build a full arc and a through line mm-hmm. and you didn't do it. So you get the feeling that they were throwing some B stories out there okay. that they made really good. But I felt like, shouldn't we have one here, especially in a short season? So, so my complaint, cause you've already touched on like, there's too much spike. There's too much feller. Right. Is that I think this should have been a slightly longer season. Yeah. I feel like we should have been like, maybe not 26 because they thought the series was ending after three. Okay. So episode 13 is written as the series finale. And it makes sense. Like yeah, you could end on that episode and be like, yeah. Okay. I guess. I mean, <laughs> if that was how it's kind of like, it would be disappointing, yeah. but yeah. yeah. Okay. Fair. I mean, okay. So like this one big thing happens for like, if we're talking about, a main character, it's Twilight. It's always sure. going to be Twilight. And they probably so would have... she's reached this part. She's graduated from high school, and now we leave them, okay? And, and weren't they weren't they thinking about pivoting to movies after that anyway? I don't think so, but Equestria Girls came out right after this, so I don't know if they just hadn't know if they were going to keep doing both or just the one or the other. But they thought this was going to be the finale, so that's what they went with. Yeah. But I feel like if they had just a few more episodes, we could have gotten a little bit more of that filler, but that is just really good episodes. Like, I mean, one of our favorite episodes from season two is Super Speedy Cider Squeezy 6000, and that's kind of filler, yeah, it but really it's is. a great yeah. episode. 
and it's fun. And I feel like if we had just a little bit more room, we could have gotten some of that instead of straight up. Filler. And you could have you could have arced the season a little better too. Like you know all these Joss Whedon things, for instance, or Veronica Mars or whatever, where it's like monster of the weekish, but also there's. Yes. Or if you're on Veronica Mars, she closes the Monster of the Week file and opens the running arc yeah. file. And oh, yeah. <laughs> um, oh, I'm all about Veronica yeah. Mars. She's this awesome. you would you could have interspersed with more. I don't know what it would have been. Yes, but right. it could have been. You could have had more because, like, like for instance, I love too many Pinkie Pies. But what did that have to do with anything? <laughs> Well, for okay, well that one was a character okay. growth episode. Yeah, that was about growing this character, and also like Pinky needed to like understand that it's not always all about fun, and it's the FOMO sure. problem. So that needed to happen for that character. And I am, you know, and I am coming to this with a bit of a handicap, having only experienced a couple of episodes from season one through the magic of the wonderful podcast Macintosh and Mod. And um, and not watched any you know any of the interim and sort of taking this season out of context and that's that's fine. Um, but I so I, okay I, I can understand a character growth episode, but like I don't know I feel like there should have been a, I should have been concerned and I know it's a kids show and I'm you know whatever. But like I feel like yeah. we talk about that too. These are these are we're taking nitpick ice pick details to yeah. this thing that we know isn't perfect. Yeah, when we do our season wrap up, we tend to look at it as though, like, the same way we would look at the right. wire. Okay, well, okay, all right then. So, when Pinkie Pie said this line the way she said it, no, I'm joking. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, like, that's, that's kind of like how harsh we can I, feel I need, about it. I need Pinkie Pie, I, I need Rainbow Dash and Fluttershy in a detective's room, both saying fucking A <laughs> for nine minutes to and just, each other. Who's Stringer just, Bell? <laughs> Pinkie Pie walking down the street just whistling and like Pinkie coming guys guys the Crusaders are the kids <gasps> and Shirley is Presbyluski holy fuck <laughs> this is the crossover we deserve anyway <laughs> did I just blow your mind yeah I did I did my brain hurts now damn it okay so I th- that covers that covers the worst stuff right it's it. I think at the end of the day, it, there's something undefinably awkward in how they threaded this season. It feels spread shot. It feels like they were just like throwing Rushed. stuff at a wall. Rushed. Exactly. And and we don't know, I don't know necessarily why that is, but it definitely feels that way. That's the main Like these issue. were B, B-sides of existing seasons. Like there's almost like the, the B-sides and rarities, you know, season. <laughs> you know what it could be? When they sat down to be like, okay, we're going to play in season three, they thought they were going to have 26. Mm. And then... And they only got 13, and like, what's the most important parts of 13? And, oh, this, this is what we want to do. And maybe they didn't hadn't figured out what they were going to do for Rarity yet, and like, well, Rarity's not getting one in the 13. Yeah. We can't come to an agreement. This is what we're doing. They just had to be like, we got to figure it, it out now. Throw or if they out. thought... Did they, did they think they were getting 26, and then they only got 13? I don't know. I looked to see if there's any more information about, like... Yeah, how that? But I haven't found anything with. Because if they only thought they had thirteen, then maybe they were, and that these were the last thirteen. Maybe they were like, "All right, everyone, mm-hmm. what are the last stories that we want to tell?" Yeah, and also yeah. fuck rarity. Yeah, like those two things together. <laughs> and I mean, that's possible. <laughs> Who knows? Because I certainly feel that way about rarity. 
Uh, All right, let's go to the more fun part let's here. Go to the happy Yay. part. Our favorite things. Favorite things. Personal growth. I made it the theme of a Your lot of my moments. favorite moments for the ponies. Mm. Everybody takes a significant step forward this season. And I mean, Twilight's the biggest of all, right? Twilight literally just became a she full has on that, princess. Like, a physical transformation. Right. So. But everyone else around her, and it's interesting too, because everyone else around her grows before then. It's like True. they all have to take that leap in order for her to take that big transition yeah. forward. Yeah. I could get on board with that. So, you know, Applejack with the Apple family reunion, Mm -hmm. it's all about, you know, hard work and, Mm -hmm. and, you know, you got to do all this stuff and you got to have everybody. And she has to realize sometimes you just got to chill. We've talked about Pinkie Pie and her friends and rarity with seizing the moment when she needs to be there. Like every pony gets that moment Hmm. this season. And that's huge. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree that like it was cool to see everyone. So, I mean, like it was symbolized in that last bit of the last episode where they kind of all charged up and blasted their magic at yeah. and dis- their, their destroyed power. twilight spoilers um it's weird that twilight <laughs> died at the end of this episode i stopped it i was like you know what i'm just done um <laughs> when i saw that burn patch boy are you in for a surprise <laughs> um but like they all sort of charged up their friendship powers if you will and then allowed at the last moment Twilight to sort of fo- they focused all of them in on her. It was in the same way that you just described. I I love that Discord came back. Yeah. Like one of my complaints for season two is that we had this awesome villain who never came back, and then we got this changeling at the very end, and it's like, what the fuck's a changeling? Like they just came out of nowhere, and I was just like, this is stupid. And then, like, we I, we still got King Sombra, but that was at least explained a little bit better. And it wasn't, the, the other thing, too, was it wasn't about him. It was about the Crystal Kingdom. Yeah, which was cool. Sombra was just this thing that was threatening that mm-hmm. kingdom. Yeah, and I I just like that they brought Discord back because he's awesome, and I love John Delancey, who voices him. Yeah. Uh, and I want more Discord. Yeah. <laughs> Also, he's really fun to do the voice for. Yeah, you like doing his voice. It's so much fun. <laughs> I was a big um, uh, Captain Planet fan growing up. Okay, And yeah. it feels mm-hmm. similar to that in one respect, where I like, I do like, you know, oh, we have to collect all these things. The The last episode was, was my jam because I was like, I can see where they're going plot-wise. Like, I can see, oh, this person swapped with that, that person swapped with this, this whatever. And so I can see where we're going to go. And I'm excited about the scenes we're gonna see. I like that a lot. But then, like I tell you know, I told I told people both times I've recorded with you guys. I'm like, yeah, tonight I'm I'm on a podcast talking about My Little Pony. And they're like, LOL. And I'm like, no, but for real, this show is like, great. That's actually how <laughs> um, <laughs> exactly I, this. And I know I and thank I, you. I know I brought up up a, a Peppa Pig in our last in the episode that I recorded uh, for Too Many Pinkie Pies. But it feels like there's a progression. And I'm excited to take my kids who are leading this progression for me, and I just happen to be noticing that they're doing it. I want to think that they are taking Peppa Pig and using the humor rules that they learned from Peppa Pig, of which there are some that exist, and they're going to take it to My Little Pony, and they understand why it's funny. Like, Lila was like, I love spit takes, and now I know what they're called. Thanks, Dad. And I was like, you are welcome. I will t- I will, I will teach you what common... <laughs> Come back to me next year, and I'll teach you what a double take is. Um, but then they can take those and they can 
pick up the you know a lot of the stuff that happens in terms of like Pinkie Pie and like like ending that song the opening song with Twilight getting doused with water or with like a like rain yes is so funny and it's so it's such a mature not a mature joke but it's like a sophisticated joke it's um, yes it is that you can Uh take and and visual gag you can take stuff from My Little Pony Friendship is Magic. And I think it'll help them in the same way that a knowledge of Looney Tunes helped me with The Simpsons. I think that progression from Peppa Pig to My Little Pony to The Simpsons is is an is as natural a one. And I think that there's that there's some jokes that you like character jokes. This person has this foible that you know that are running running gags, callbacks, all this stuff. But I love watching humor. That I I'm I'm so happy with. I guess this is just a sort of modern well some modern kids programming that I'm like, okay, so they're going to come out of this stage ready for the stuff that I laugh at. Like that I, that I, I mean, I laugh at this stuff. Like I got a literal laugh out loud moment with that, with Pinkie Pie's mustache. Like I was like, that is hilarious. One of the great things about this show is that they really are thought about who's watching it. And it's not just the little kids that it's written for. It is it is made for the parents in the room who also have to watch it. Uh, and that's where we get, you know, like our Big Lebowski ponies. And we know there are Mad Men ponies later on. And just like those little jokes. It's well, just so funny. There's that. But I also think that right around this time is also the beginning of the just adult fan culture right. of it. Yes. Like, especially because John Delancey was one of the champions of the brony culture, adult fans wanting to take lessons from these things. Sure. Yeah. And that started to come around right around this time. Mm-hmm. And that became this whole other thing that they begin building into the show. I think that last episode is a, we, we talked about it in, in that, in our discussion of that episode. It's a huge turning oh. point for the franchise and it becomes this huge expanding universe for them where they really do begin to branch out and it becomes something not just for kids, not just for the parents, but also for just the adult fans yeah. who watch it themselves. Yeah. And and it's it's a huge marker on this episode. This season is a transition into its huge broad mm. appeal. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah, I, I, I like that a lot. I, I, I remember... Um, and she must have learned it from this season finale. My daughter was like, so then she becomes an alicorn. Then this is like a three-year-old kid. I'm like, what? What are you saying? <laughs> and I looked it up and I was like, oh, well, okay. That your term, your, your terminology checks out. I guess continue with this, with this plot <laughs> synopsis. And like, she knows, you know, a Pegasus, a unit, like all this stuff. And yeah, I think that, I think that like, I was like, what is this show? Like, it, I, you know, my daughter literally drew me into like, I was like, that's really funny. Like, what is this that you're watching? Like, so, and if, and if that happened with sort of with this season, then, you know, more power to it. I, I would like, there were parts of this season. That I was like, this is really, really, really funny. Like oh, legitimately yeah. funny and legitimately like, huh, that really makes me think like, not about like, in, in addition to my kids could learn a lesson from this, but like, I could learn a lesson from this. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Like, oh, I needed that helpful yeah. reminder. But I do, I, I feel like there there are lessons to be learned. Absolutely. So the show is awesome. Yeah. Yes, it is. I, I mean, like, I think we've established that. We gotta, we gotta, we gotta make our Sophie's choices now. Yeah. All right. Favorite episode of the season. I'll kick off because I got this solid. Okay. Let's keep Calm and Flutter on. 
Okay. Now, I almost said the finale, because the finale is, like, amazing, awesome. But I think the thing about the finale is, it is great. It's just not my favorite. Okay. Because the finale, I put, is one of the best things about this season, just because of the impact it wound up having on the whole thing going forward. True. And us having some knowledge of that, not in depth. Mm -hmm. But my personal favorite is watching Fluttershy just be fully herself in that episode. And then just going after Discord. Mm-hmm. And all the other ones around her, like, your house is spinning up in the air, completely spinning around. Yeah, whatever. It's okay. Take care of it. It's just like, who is this Fluttershy who is all right this? Yeah. Well, very go with the flow. All right, what about you, James? Yeah, I'm going to go with the finale. I I liked episodes before that. I liked Wonderbolts Academy. I liked Keep Calm and Flutter On. That was good. Mm-hmm. Too many Pinkie Pies, of course. But something, I mean, like... Magical Mystery Cure had the music, like the like more singing than more more singing, more dancing. It had um, the like swapping thing, like you know this part, like like that we've already talked about, like, and then it resolved into even down to like Pinkie Pie's hair going back to Pinkie Pie hair. Like I was <laughs> yeah. like, yeah, she's back. Um, with everything about it was like uh, sort of a it, it sort of nailed down everything about the season mm-hmm. and which is what a season finale should do I feel like and then took it one step further and then hey wings you know yeah <laughs> I mean you think you think it's done and then all of a sudden uh, Twilight Sparkle vanishes into a fireball right. and enters a transdimensional plane she enters you're like the phantom zone what the right. hell is going on <laughs> Uh, I picked I picked the finale too. Uh, it is now definitely one of my favorite episodes of My Little Pony period. Yeah. Uh, because they, they the music is phenomenal. They stand alone on their own. Uh, they move the story along really well. I mean, they're pivotal to the the episode. You cannot remove them. Yeah. At all, um, and I, I love that. Uh, and you know we get we get that big character growth with yeah. Twilight, and it's emotional. It is emotional, and then we also get a little bit more of that you know pony lore that you know alicorns are typically made, um, like and they didn't even know that was possible, and that you know new magic has not been created until Twilight Sparkle did it, and I just was like, ooh, that's like all really cool, brand new information, and I always love episodes where we get to learn about yeah, that stuff. Definitely. The, the episodes, I, so I watched four episodes today. Like, I, I told my kids yesterday, like, all right, when I get home from work tomorrow, we got to watch four, so be ready. So uh, <laughs> um, the ones we watched today were, were, were great and, like, increasingly great. And, like, I don't know that I would have liked it if it had been, if the four had been Keep Calm and Flutter On, Just for Sidekicks, Games, Ponies, Play, and Magical Mystery Cure. So having that be one that I'd watched a couple days ago was sort of better in that regard. But yeah, Spike of Your Service was it was a good like I don't know I th- I thought the ones I watched today were especially good. So all right, now we finally have the most important choice to be made. Mm-hmm. And that is the rando pony of the season. Now we could give you ours because it's the same one, and we know which one. Yeah, it's we know be. which one is ours. All right, is it? Let me ask you this: Is it Bill Nay? Okay, good. No. All right. No, okay. it's not. Um, I went back and forth. I really the here 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 was one criterion. Who did I remember? <laughs> That's fair. That's <laughs> that is totally a fair. Fair category. Because sometimes I don't remember. I remembered the curio shopkeeper. And uh-huh. and then we were watching the finale and the Count Caesar and Royal Ribbon came up and I was like, mm-hmm. Hey, 
those are on my list of nominees. Huh. And yep. I really like a pony with a monocle. So, like, that's really tough. Yeah, a pony with a monocle is pretty badass. Um, but I think I got to go with uh, with Tagalong. Just because we sold girls, so we sold Girl Scout cookies for the first time this year, and like, Aww. so like I get that, I get that reference. <laughs> Tag along is good. Tag along is super adorable, and I wasn't expecting it when it showed up, and I was like, <gasps> <laughs> and it's super punny, which I just makes my heart yeah. so happy. When it's a great choice. Puns. That that would that might have been our okay. number two. Who'd you guys go with? Well, I usually I usually have like three. Like, I'm like, okay, these are the three of my favorites, and it's definitely Tagalong, and then I definitely had Roma, because she's got three tomatoes on her flank, and I just find that funny. It's, I'll go with Bill Nay as a, as a possible second choice, too. It's pretty great. featured enough to be Bill Nay, but yeah. I do love it. I do love funny. it. There's um, only one choice we could go with. Yeah. It's it's Fiddly Twang. Fiddly Twang! All right. Fair. <laughs> Fair point. A, Fair point. Yeah, the Fiddler player from the Apple Family Reunion. We've actually seen her before. Uh, she was actually at the gala at the end of season one, and I almost picked her then. I do, I do, I do like her whole her whole thing. That's a good. That's a good choice. Excellent choice. I mean, her name is Fiddly yeah. Twang. Fiddly Twang. And it's it's just way too much fun to say. Like it is a running running joke now. If we're like, man, things are boring today. Hey, you know what's not boring? Fiddly twang. <laughs> Fiddly twang. That's awesome. I think we just like to say it that way. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's that Texas thing. So now we just have to pick which one is our favorite pony of the season. Well, I mean, I I can let you guys take this one first since my answer requires zero zero thought, zero effort. Well then give it to us, man. So I definitely didn't want to be biased. I was starting with a bias. So the main thing that I took from the episodes that I watched, and it got so that my, my daughter was like, who'd you pick? Who'd you pick? At the end of each episode. <laughs> Rainbow Dash came in fourth with one, with one episode. Okay. Uh, Fluttershy came in third with two episodes. Surprisingly, mm-hmm. and I was really surprised by this, he's, she's my, my son's favorite, but Applejack came in second with three episodes. Applejack, And I was, I, was, I was surprised just because I thought that I knew my own personal feelings about Applejack and that I was like, yeah, she's fine, I guess. But she kind of, she kind of rocked it in a lot of, you know, in three, three of the episodes. But, I mean, Pinkie, Pinkie Pie brought five of the 13, and, she, and I think probably at least six, because that's just five out of 11, because I didn't do it for the Crystal Empire. Crystal Empire, but she, but definitely that Fluttershy costume wins her the episode for that one. So she destroyed this season. Like she, for me, I was like, maybe it's somewhat nope, nope. That she like it kept not even being a choice for me. I kept being like, well, I got to give it to Pinky because of this and this and this and this. So yeah, like sometimes oh, yeah, no, no. I'm not, I mean, I've had to give points to Rarity because I was just like. Yeah, she's really, she's really good this episode. I gotta give her the full point. I don't want to, but I do. I have to. I mean, it's just the way it is. It's only right. So my pick is uh, Pinky, and I think we. I knew it would be going in. I think you both knew it would be going in, and uh, it turned out that it was. But you, but you. I put, mean, I suspected, but you, you. You took some care. You, you tried wanted to, to make ch- sure. You tried to check. And you, and your you favoritism. It was a good qualified decision. I, I applaud well, the thank you. There. I, I really like your scientific <laughs> method of being like, which one's my favorite for each episode, and then you rank them. That's great. Yeah, we didn't do that at all. <laughs> no, we just go with feelings and emotions. <laughs> it's really not very good idea. <laughs> 
Uh, mine was Fluttershy. Right on. Mine was Fluttershy. Oh, really? We don't we don't compare notes before. Right we on. Do right this. on. Right on. Uh, I really liked her. I liked her episode was awesome, and just the whole season. She's just like I think once we got to Hurricane Fluttershy from season two, like she's just been on a like I know who I am and I know what I can do and let's go. And I, I love that. She's still she's still freaked out, but she <laughs> knows okay. that. And then she's willing to step up to it. And then it all leads up to that moment where she's just like, this is her moment. This is the time where she's got to do her thing. Are you guys Fluttershy's? I am not. No. Okay. No. No, not at all. I'm Twilight. Okay. All the way. Homework, hardcore, super anxious. Right I'm on. Twilight. Okay. Yeah. And I'm, I'm an Applejack. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. All right, cool. I'm Applejack with, with like a lot of Pinkie Pie-like right enthusiasm. On. Okay. And some Rainbow Dash intensity occasionally. Yeah, I can. I can, I am that competitive. <laughs> well, we, we did, did it. it. We did it. We did season three. Thank yeah. you, James. Well, for thank being you so much for having guys. me and and for for putting up with me as I as I led us astray and uh, led us down the oh, uh, no, yeah, it's paths. It's great to have somebody else who loves the show as much as we do. Absolutely. Um, and and where can the internet find James? A magical James. Well, if you wish very hard. No, um, if you that 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 might work, but like a better and more reliable way is um, probably the best way is like follow me on Twitter. I'm at unabashed James. Um, you can follow mm-hmm. uh, my podcast unabashedly obsessed at UFO Podcast. Mm-hmm. You decide what the F stands for. And today, in honor of your guys's pick for Pony of the Season, the F stands for Fluttershy. Aww. <laughs> but it changes, so like, don't don't awe me too much. And then uh, I also have a podcast that Diana has been on lots and lots of times, yeah. and uh, it's called Blink and You'll Miss It. It's a Blink Way to discography podcast. We go through alphabetically five days a week, uh, we, Monday through Friday, one episode a day, alphabetically through the discography. The songs of Blink-182, Boxcar Racer, and Plus 44. And every episode is no more than five minutes long. So um, we'd get in there, talk a little bit, get out. And it's a good, like... It's super yeah, fun. It's, it's a pretty fun little little show to do. And a lot of work, it turns out. But kind of a lot of fun, too. So, like... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I have I have fun doing it. And I'm, glad it I'm glad when it's out. But at the t- like every day, I'm like... Okay. All right. <laughs> Why did I do this to myself? A little. Well, James, thank you so much for thank being here. Thank you so here. much for having me. I am assuming and dash hoping that you want to come back in season four for. Yes. Four. You just let me know. I think I would love to be back on in season four. And thank you for unofficially, unofficially, officially inviting me because I usually have to use this portion of the show to invite myself back on the podcast that I'm on. And so thank you for doing my job for me. I oh, you're welcome. very welcome. We are just so happy that somebody else wants Absolutely. to play with us. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, uh, we have a lot of lovely fans, but you know, right now it's still just mostly David and I talking at each other about <laughs> <laughs> So we'll see y'all next time. Bye. Bye. That's it for this episode. Please take a moment to review and rate us on iTunes. And for questions and comments, drop us an email at macintoshandmod at gmail.com.